Welcome, Bills Mafia, to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I'm Jake Cranston, along with our co-host, Jeff Webster. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, Jeff? <laughs> a lot. A lot's going on. We do got a lot to cover today, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of shit happening right Especially now. Especially the cool. roster cuts that happened yesterday. So. Yes, sir. So what's your thoughts? I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, I thought they did great. I mean, I think I think they literally said uh, they got got everybody back either on a practice squad or the roster or IR that entered training camp. So mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. at least was involved with training camp. So yeah, no, I think it's great. Yeah, um, I like the layout of the uh, you know the roster. Um, took some extra spots at wide receiver and in. You know, defensive line that right. typically they wouldn't necessarily do, but it actually makes perfect sense in the in the scheme of things. You know, no, yeah, I mean, we're talking about it um, uh, for a couple of days, just kind of gathering our thoughts about who's going to be on this roster, right? And especially last week when we did the uh, the court session, yeah, um, yes. you know, we kind of came up with guys that were going to be on the bubble, but I, I mean, I think we both had a pretty good idea of who was going to make this right. roster. And again, a lot of the guys that like Jack Anderson, Jamil Douglas, those type of guys that we threw on there are back on the practice squad already. So um, the bigger, I guess, surprise obviously was the cut of uh, Jake Hollister. Yep. So everybody was kind of like, huh, he had a, he had a good, a good camp, good preseason. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm not really what the thought process is there. Um, Maybe just that uh, I think they do have a couple tight ends on the practice squad now. Uh, Becker, yep. I think, is there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's just they figure the depth is there. They don't need to. And who knows? Maybe they got a plan to make a move at some point, if not before the season, maybe after or after it starts or, or whatever. You know, they're very opportunistic. Mm-hmm. If, if they see something that makes sense to them, they just move on it, which is which is cool. That's what they should do. Yeah. Yeah, and Sal Capaccio was saying maybe because like Tom Tom Sweeney has really good hands, he's a bigger tight end, right? Um, so that can maybe maybe that fits in uh, Dable's scheme a little better when they like to run two tight end sets. Um, they like to have a bigger guy in there for um, you know blocking purposes. Uh, obviously, the Dawson Knox he had an issue the last few years with catching the ball. Maybe they feel Tommy Sweeney. Because he has better hands, uh, could be a better fit in this offense. Who knows? I guess. Right, but right. Yeah, and and we don't get to see all the. I mean, we get to see the preseason games, but they're preseason games, and yeah. we don't get to see all the practices. We don't know what his attitude is in meetings or anything like that. So there's a million different factors that could play a part. Um, yeah. You know, I, I won't dare to predict whether or not he has a vaccination or not. I don't think they would. <laughs> they would make a call based on that. Right. But if it came down to a couple of guys they felt of equal value, that may be a factor. They're not going to tell you, obviously, if that's the case. But oh, yeah, they won't say nothing. Yeah, I mean, that. for whatever the reason, again, until they do it wrong, you kind of got to go. They probably know what they're doing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I, I know there's some people out there that were probably on the fence like, oh, are they going to cut Cole Beasley because yeah. of all the yeah. rigmarole he caused on the offseason right. and this and that? But, I mean, me personally – and I'm sure you're on the same page as I am. They're they're not going to cut a guy like that unless right. he's just a complete, complete, complete cancer. Yes, like just yes. a guy that's just, you know, he has to literally undermine the team almost intentionally. Right. You know, and I don't think he's trying to do that. He has no, very strong no. beliefs. I respect that. Um, I really wish he would keep it internal. I think the Bills wish it had remained internal. Uh, he felt he needed to be a voice for more than himself. But mm-hmm. but uh, like you've said many many times. Not like we have any control over it. You just try to work through it and do the best you can and hope it doesn't come back to bite them during a regular season when everything matters. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, that's the hope. You just don't know. You can't do but, that, yeah. yeah. You, you can't go cutting a, a, a almost a, a pro. I mean, he should have made the Pro Bowl, but, I mean, he's probably yeah. one of the best slot guys, if not if the not best, the best slot guy. Like, I mean, yeah. he had, what, 70-plus catches last year? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. So whatever it was. Yeah. So And almost 1,000 yards. Right? Yeah. Like nine-something. Just, you just yeah. can't go You can't go uh, cutting a guy like that. And I know McKenzie is a guy that's going to be on this team that's going to contribute, in, you know, in the slot. And he's, right. he's a Cole Beasley-esque type receiver. Mm-hmm. But he's not Cole Beasley. He's and as Cole Beasley him. ages, you're hoping to groom somebody for that position. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's the case right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, either uh, Isaiah McKenzie or 
or Mark, Marquez Stevenson, somebody to take on that role long term. Yeah. Um, you know, I again, these guys got their shit together, man. They've proved that. So oh, yeah. they're they're playing for today and for tomorrow, next year, and three years down the road. They know what they're doing. Uh, you know, they have a plan. And like you they said, yeah. if it ever gets to where he's bigger than the team, then maybe they'll do something. Maybe a trade. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, they're not. But yeah, at this point, that. they're not. You know, they're not going to cut their nose off to spite their face. It's well, yeah. stupid. And they're not. They're not shy away from getting rid of a, a big name guy. They've done it already right, with Marcel sure. Darius. They did it with Sammy. I mean, yeah, they know when it, it's time to kind right. of cut a guy loose because of issues or whatever, whatever have yeah. you, you know, and I mean? I'm sure so. they've had uh, conversations mm-hmm. just in general conversations about, you know, where's the line? What do we do? How do we handle it? You know? Yeah. And, and you know, what's frustrating for Sean McDermott. It's shown up in his interviews and stuff like that, but he's no dummy either. He's been around a long time. He's a smart guy. He's got a plan. And um, then plan a is win a damn Super Bowl. Yeah, and everything else is secondary. So that's what you want. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's and, exactly until true. that becomes a bigger item than the Super Bowl, you're not going to hear much about it from him. Yeah, and then, which is fine, you know, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. And they made really smart moves again, and on this roster, I agree pretty much with everything they've done. There's nothing that they did do with this cut down where I'm like, oh, my God, why would they do that? Right. Uh, I mean, you know, I was a little sad to see, uh, you know, Bam Johnson go because. For sure. uh, We talked about it. He's he's mm -hmm. popular not only with fans of Buffalo, but with us. We've always liked him. We've always given a good effort. Yep. You know, and we want nothing for the best for him even now, obviously. Absolutely. I hope he does well in Carolina. There's there's room for him there. There is. You know what I mean? And less room for him here. So. Yeah, it's a good problem to have when you have this much depth on the D end. I mean, we talked about it, you know, uh, for the last few weeks, and it's just we are just loaded. And when you got a guy that maybe, like you said when we're talking about it, maybe the coaches just didn't see enough progression in his game where they thought he would be better than F.A. Obata or whatever the case was, and they let him go because, I mean, we got – six very good dns now <laughs> yeah. now i mean you got mario addison and you got jerry hughes which are aged guys you know they're still going to experience but yeah yeah they're going to be guys that can teach the young guys but it's you know you, you can't i know i talked about it where i'm like yeah maybe you just let jerry hughes go and rely on these young guys but now i'm kind of taking a step back and thinking you know but going that, for a super bowl that's tough, right yeah, like it's yeah. hard to to let any talent walk away when you're going for it's not like boy, we're going to need a bunch of draft picks next year. Let's yeah. see what we can get for Mario Addison or Jerry Hughes. That's right. not the case. No. What they want is depth. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, shout out to Steve Tasker. He said that he thinks the number one and number two guys are going to be Rousseau and, and Hughes. I see you that know? 100%. And yeah. uh, Mario Addison will be that specialty guy that on third down, especially long third down, they're going to cut him loose, man. He's going to bring him in and cut him loose. And yeah, and that's maybe where he, he'll be most effective, he, he, yeah. where he's more fresh. You know, he's not – because he is older, again, like 33, 34. 34, I think. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere so, around there. So, yeah, I mean, old enough that next year or two he's probably going to retire. Yeah, so. yeah. Yep. Now you move to wide receiver real quick. And um, so, obviously, we kept Kumaro, which I think he was a fan favorite from the start, you know. Right. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, including my one buddy, bet me a case of beer that Kumaro is going to be on this roster. And and before that Hodgins, he would or he wouldn't, he would be. So, so you're out of case of beer. Well, I am. <laughs> well, the problem is, I know the problem is I Hodgins. I was relying on Hodgins to be healthy. Right. And I think if right. Hodgins was healthy, might be. He, he probably would have been on this roster. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. He's on the practice squad again. So they obviously like what the guy brings to the table. For sure. But if he's hurt, he's hurt. Like there's nothing you can do. So so I I know. I'd like I, I owe my buddy a case of beer. And I'm not mad yeah, about it. Yeah, I think Kumaro, case of beer. Kumaro yeah. can be a, a good uh, Yeah, you know, right. He seems team, to so. fit. I mean, he does seem to fit. Like Yeah. Last year I know it was just the six games, his only catch being a touchdown. Like, you know, he's gotta be one of Josh Allen's favorite, right? throw the ball one time and the guy scores a touchdown it's yeah that's cool but yeah but it's funny to me one of the things that i reflected on um this afternoon was the fact that it seems those two positions the d line and wide receiver room have an extra player this year that Mm -hmm. they ordinarily wouldn't have possibly for two completely different reasons right it is conceivable 
that we have the depth we have at wide receiver because we do know at least Cole Beasley and Gabe Davis were not vaccinated. We don't know. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie came out and said he did get vaccinated. Yeah, he posted a picture of it. So he- Right. So, But we don't know where those guys are at. Mm. So going into any given week, if you've got five or six receivers and two of them can't play, you know, they run four wide receiver sets. You're basically everybody's in. You know what yeah, I mean? You don't yeah. have any backup. So right. whether that played a factor or not, there's no way we will ever know that. But I think it's possible. Oh, but yeah. on the D line, you just got so much freaking talent. You move any one of those guys, who are you going to move to the practice squad? Sure, yeah. Boogie, he, he's gone. Oh, yeah, you can't. Rousseau, yeah. yeah, forget it. They're gone. You can't move any of those That's guys. why they traded Daryl Johnson. They, they could have moved him to the practice squad. He'd be gone. Yeah, Fay Obata. Yeah, he'll be gone too. Yeah, he'll be gone. So, yep. Yep. There's just, they almost need to carry that many guys just beyond injuries, beyond the game, but just game flow, uh, mm-hmm. you know, resting Addison and Hughes so they're not like, you know, playing 100% of the snaps and, yeah. and um, yeah, keeping them fresh um, beyond the fact that those freaking guys have looked really good in the preseason. Every one of yeah. them. Yeah. No, I mean, and, including Daryl. You know, I mean, yeah. every one of them looked really, really good. Yeah. So I'm I'm really optimistic for the Bills' defensive line, and we talked about the fact that, you know, when your D-line is good, it helps your linebackers. It helps your backfield uh, defensively. Yeah. Um, you know, we saw that in the preseason with, uh, I think it was Micah Hyde's interception. Mm-hmm. It was Epinesa bearing down on uh, the quarterback, and he just threw it up in the air. Yeah. Just, just to get rid of yeah, it. against the Packers. Yep. Yeah. Against the Packers. Yep. Yeah. No. So, yeah. It's, it's huge. You know, I, I mean, it's definitely something to look forward to, um, you know, even on the other side of the ball, uh, wide receivers, like, I mean, we just got so much talent and we were talking about what, how we think Gabe Davis is going to be just a tremendous, um, you know, upgrade again this year. Not, not only was he a very productive rookie, but his sophomore year, man, I mean, he could oh, be, yeah. he could be a, a, a 60, catch guy easily i think well we didn't talk about breakouts but definitely he would have to be one of those guys that even though he had a really good year last year yeah you know as a rookie um he could build on that tremendously he yeah there's a lot of room to grow there yeah and he looked really really solid in the preseason again it's a preseason i always i always catch myself having to say that you know i think everybody knows it by now that we believe that it's still the preseason but but if you look good that that matters you, yeah it better that you look good than you look bad yeah you know if I mean, you're looking bad in the preseason that's not a good not look it's <laughs> well, yeah. just not a good look yeah now marcus stevenson actually uh they put him to ir so is that how how many weeks would that be on ir um i'm not sure how that works yeah I, I, Typically, I think like last year it was maybe eight weeks or something like that, like eight eight games. Or now, is there like a is there like a short, short term, term and long term? Yeah, it's so like not a, a six, season ending. Like IR. a six week or eight week or something. Yeah, like that? something like that. Okay. So I don't think it's a season ending thing. I think um, you know they could bring them back mid season or whatever. But um, so that shows the, the the load of the return games going on McKenzie, for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 At this point, it's definitely going to. Um, be part of that. I know. I think Micah Hyde's done some return work or whatever. Yeah. So they always yep. have they always have backups, but right. But yeah, I think he's going to see the bulk of it. Yeah. You know, and that may have been part of the reason why you bring in a guy like Brita, mm-hmm. uh, a speedy running back that can kind of take some of those jet sweeps or uh, draw plays, stuff like that. Maybe take a little pressure off uh, yeah. Sam McKenzie because he's going to be a busy boy. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean, because he'll he'll probably be a part of the game plan week in week out and. Yeah. And returning and doing everything else, you know, he, yeah, he'll have a lot of responsibility this year. No, absolutely. Now, do you think um, McKenzie would be a, a type of guy that you could look at possibly wanting to put on a fantasy football team? Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't really know. Um, I had brought up, I think, last year about the fact when you, when you look at the small sample size of uh, what he had, um, he was crazy productive. Yeah. Like an 80 plus percent catch rate, um, you know, good yards per, per uh, reception. Yeah. He could be obviously a, a lot of touch. Yeah. You know I what mean, I mean? Especially late in the draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you think about it, you, you've got those, you know, Diggs, Beasley, uh, Manuel Sanders and, and Gabe Davis. Um, but they run a lot of four wide receiver sets. If any one yeah. of those guys goes down for any length of time, that's just more 
opportunity for Isaiah McKenna. I still think Jake yeah. Kumaro is going to be uh, probably more of that specialty guy, uh, especially I think close like to the zone, red zone. Yeah, yeah. short yardage. Yeah, he's, he's he's possession guy. He's a light tight end, is what he is. He's he's a big he is, dude. Yeah, you he's, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So so yeah, I think that's going to be his forte. I don't. That doesn't mean he won't get in the game in other times. But yeah, I think it'll be more of a, a select series of, mm-hmm. of plays during the course of any game where I think Isaiah McKenzie has proven that he can he can run a decent route tree. He can he can get open. He, he can get yeah. separation. And he can score touchdowns. So, That's the thing is he could be maybe maybe like a touchdown like a sleeper machine guy. Like guy. yeah yeah. You know? Like I, I would I would consider taking him late in a draft. I mean, sure. you get to a point in a draft and and you're taking guys that are that are of that level mm-hmm. and considering his return ability and stuff like that um yeah yeah that could pay off yeah you know? yeah yeah i mean i might as well just go into it with you know fantasy football obviously fantasy football drafts and things like that are coming up oh, yeah. um here before the season starts so uh we were just gonna cover some fantasy you know football stuff about yeah. guys that we think um could be impact guys to draft that aren't you know top of the board guys you know right right guys that are obvious choices so i'll let you start off jeff what uh what do you got as far as some guys you think will you know be some sleepers or some guys to look well for? yeah and again this is not going this is guys that i think will outperform where they're probably going to be drafted um i, I just I think that in the in the grand scheme of fantasy, that's probably the important part, right? Right. Like everybody knows, if you want a running back and you can get Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara, or, yeah. or, or McCaffrey, you you know you're going to go for those guys. Yep. But it's after that. What happens when you get to the middle of the draft or mm-hmm. later, you know, in the, even the single digit rounds? But um, there are guys like uh, um, I'll start with Sam Darnold, right, in Carolina. So. Um, from what I could tell on Yahoo, and I use them a lot for stuff, his average draft position currently sits at about 28th out of 32 starting quarterbacks. Okay. Um, but last year, he actually finished 28th. He was with the Jets. Sure, yeah. And he was the 28th highest scoring quarterback, best I could tell. And um, he only played 12 games. So yeah, now true. that he's with Carolina, I mean, we – um, Christian McCaffrey, um, this past season obviously was hurt, but the prior two season had over 100 receptions in each of the prior two seasons. I think Sam Darnold had 217 completions last year. Mm-hmm. So if Christian McCaffrey catches 100 balls, he's already covered half of what he scored last year with one running back. Right. You know, yeah. beyond the fact they've got wide receivers and tight ends and other people to throw the ball to, beyond the fact Carolina – probably is not going to be a high-end team. They're probably yeah. going to be playing from behind uh, quite a bit. So, you know, all those things factor into, into Sam Darnold, especially if he gets his head squared around now that he's, um, you know, with a better coach and a better organization, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could he could pay dividends, you know. And you're assuming – your second even. Now, he doesn't have to be your starting quarterback. You're assuming he might be the starter? Um, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. he will be the starter. I guess. Yes. You would, it would be – I mean, I don't even know. Is, yeah, I don't even know who is he in a position. Is. is he in a position battle with anybody? I don't, I don't even, believe so. Yeah, yeah. As far as so, I know, he is. He is basically the starter. So yeah, it would be tough to think that he wouldn't be a starter. So yeah, I mean, that's a good call to to look at a guy like him and later in the rounds, basically. Yeah, you know, as a, especially if you're in like a two quarterback league, like right. like you were talking about before, to find a guy to fill in um, when your quarterback's in a buy. Right. Um, he could be a, a guy that could step in for you to do that too. So sure, yeah. And the one guy I was thinking of too was Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah, that's you know, a good one. I it looks like that he's going to be the starter. I think. Um, I yeah, I agree. Uh, what's his name? Nick Fangio. He said. Uh, I think he already said he's probably, he's going to be the starter. Yeah, which I was a, li- a little surprised about, but not like like oh my god. But, yeah, you know, right, they're right. both playing good in preseason, but um, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater could be. You know, if you find yourself you know in a pickle and you're like every all these good quarterbacks are off the board like your top guys right you know he right. would be a good guy to go after yeah because you know every year um there's a lot of hype about the rookies right the rookies all the time all the time the rookies mm-hmm. we got a bunch of them this year yeah you know what i mean i mean in our own division <laughs> we've got two rookies starting zach wilson and mac jones 
um, week one. Sure. Yeah. You know, in, in, again, I'm a high risk, high reward guy, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't like the failure rate for rookie quarterbacks. I just don't. What about Trevor what I mean? Lawrence though? Where? Yeah. I mean, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Cause they yeah. will definitely be playing from behind. They will a lot. He will be slinging the ball everywhere. I mean, you could and argue. And he can sling it everywhere, too. Yeah, you could argue that, like, Mac Jones is going to be spending a great deal of time handing the ball off to Damien Harris. Right. Like, but, right. but yeah, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be slinging it, man. And he can sling it. Yeah, that's one the difference between him and other guys in this, in, in this past draft, quarterback-wise, is Trevor Lawrence comes in kind of like a – like a Andrew Luck did, or you know some of these more polished right. passers, and right. the, you just you just know the kid was going to sling it all yeah. over the field, man. He's yeah. just going to, yeah. So yeah, he's he's definitely a, a rookie that I would look at taking I, I for heard, sure. By the way, side note: I heard Urban Meyer put himself in a little hot water when he came out and said that he cut players because they weren't vaccinated. Did he say that? Yes. <laughs> Wow. Apparently that was a report I heard on GR earlier. Man. They talked about the fact that he literally came out and said that, yeah, definitely it impacted how they set up their lineup. Well, listen, vaccinated versus unvaccinated players. We know there's like, coaches in the league that are going to do that. But you can do that. But you just don't say it. Right. Because, exactly. Because it's, that puts you in hot, like you said, that puts you in hot water. Like, why right, would you do that? Right. It's just like, welcome, dude, I mean. Welcome to the NFL rookie yeah, college coach, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it's like, going to be funny, though. I mean, it is going to be that Jesus. kind of a year. Yeah, you know, we all know it's happening for like, sure. We we know like they can deny it all they yeah, want, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I mean, God. yeah, I, I get it, you know. Yeah. But and Jesus. I would not blame any coach for doing it. Like again, you got two guys of equal value, and one's vaccinated. Yeah, why not take pressure off your team and and go that way? But yeah, but yeah, don't you don't <laughs> come out and just talk about uh, that. That's but, great, Jesus. Um, so what do you want to do? You want to do a couple of each position? You want to just yeah. like, cause I mean, I got like another one I personally like a lot and have forever Yeah, is uh Matt Ryan, you know, you, um, you think, you think he would be uh, a top tier guy to, to still look at with his age though? Again, their defense is horrible. Yeah, I get you. He finished 19th, I think in scoring last year, but he lost Julio though. He lost Julio, but he's got Kyle Pitts. That's right, and he still got Ridley too. Exactly. So, and the run game is usually not and, good. Yeah. And so I, it, you're still slinging it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. I get you. Yeah. I mean, I just again, these are possibilities. Everybody needs to do all their own work or or whatever. Right. Um. But like, Mike Davis is there. I think he had 59 catches himself last year. Oh, I just the I think running back from. From Carolina. Is he still in Carolina, though? No, I think. Didn't he go to Atlanta? I believe he's. Oh, in, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Atlanta now, too. Where so. running backs go to die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, there's like. <laughs> that's true. It's That's true. They, there's like, they have no run game the last, like, three years, man. Right. Well, and Todd Gurley led the team last year with 25 catches. Now you got Mike yeah. Davis, who, filling in for McCaffrey a good portion of the time, yeah. had uh, 59 catches last year. So, again, you start adding Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Davis. Um, like you said, Ridley, um, and so that's probably a, playing from behind a yeah. lot again. Oh, it, it opens up a lot of opportunities for him, and he's a good quarterback. You're right; he is older quarterback, but he's still a good quarterback. Yeah. I think. I think if, production if he's being drafted around uh, the 19th quarterback, I think it's a shame. I, I'm thinking he should still probably be like around that 12 or 14 mark. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think he's going to score there. Yeah. Yeah, if we're staying on quarterbacks too, I mean, obviously, you got your guys and the the creme de la creme guys like Mahomes, Josh, you know those type Cam of guys. Newton. <laughs> Cam Newton, yeah, isn't he playing like arena football now? Yeah, or something? I don't know. He said he'll be fine though. Whatever it is, he does. Yeah. That's awesome, by the way. On a side note, that the Patriots cut him, man. Yeah, man, that is so funny, I, man. I, I love to see that. Yeah, I, yeah, I love like, it. Good riddance, buddy. Like he's a, he's our guy. He's our guy. He's our guy. He's not here anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. But um, no, one guy I was going to bring up that um, might be able to make some noise this year um, that could be, you know, maybe a sleeper people aren't really thinking about is Jameis Winston, you know? Yeah, um, that's a good one. I think I think that, I mean, we know the guy can sling it around the field. We've seen that's it. A really good one. Um, and he, he's got that freaking, uh, that new receiver, Marquez Callaway. Right. Which right. he's shown in the preseason. He's beastly, man. Yeah. So that combination... Yeah, I mean, 
yeah. I mean, and and then obviously, I'm not. I don't want to keep jumping around, but if you Alvin Kamara, yeah, I know. Like, I how know. many balls does that freaking guy catch? Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then if Michael Thomas does anything, like at some point comes back healthy mm-hmm. and plays, yeah. I mean, they could be even more dangerous with Winston than they were with Breeze at some point if he cleans up his interception game. You know. Yeah, you know? I was crazy. I was crazy surprised when they started Taysom Hill last year. Um, he who did fine. I mean, he was okay, but man, I'll take Jameis Winston every day. Well, it's like tough. the last time he started, five thousand yards. I get it. Yeah. Thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. But in fantasy. As long as you score more for a touchdown and interception, you don't really care. Well, yeah, and you can't you you. It's hard to believe that Sean Payton won't clean his game up. Oh yeah, no, for you sure. Know? That's probably one of the best things that ever happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. I, I agree. I I like that one. I'm. Yeah, and that's the thing in fantasy. You're always looking for that opportunity, the a slight edge here and there. Because if you can do that throughout your lineup, it's going to pay off in the long run. You're gonna you're oh, gonna yeah. be fine. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Any other? You got any other quarterbacks on your list that aren't like the uh, obvious guys or anything like that? There, I'm sure there's tons. I don't have anybody beyond that. I think yeah. that's really the ones that I kind of focused on and probably will focus on in my drafts. Um, I got a flop, uh, a flop guy that I would stay away from. Yeah, Mac Jones. I'm with you. I, just, I'm with I you. Just don't draft like. I just don't think he would he he would be a good uh, fantasy quarterback Dude, at all. Zach Wilson is going to be drafted fairly earlier. People are building him up huge. Yeah, but I'm sorry, I just you know, um, like I said, I, I saw that one article they're talking about in the history of the NFL, like 98 quarterbacks have ever started as rookies and and played more than 10 games in their first season. Yeah, like a dozen of them made it to the playoffs. Oh yeah, ninety-eight. You know what I mean, right? And and those dozens include guys like Ben Roethlisberger, Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. um, RG three. Uh, you know, guys that yeah. yeah were really really good. And I just don't know which one of these guys, if any of them, are that guy. Yeah, and it's it's. I mean, it, we're talking about a lot of years, ninety-eight guys. Yeah, and there's like factors that go into that too, right? Like like you don't know. Like I mean, we if we look back at it, like like. Is it the division the they played in? Like, what was the the uh, division like? Yeah, what um, was the team like? What was the conference like? Like, the their schedule, all, all that stuff, you know what I mean? And, like, RG3, for instance, that division for a long time has been just, just junk. <laughs> it's garbage, like, yeah. No, like, there hasn't been a dominant, you know, team in that division. So, yeah, it's just, you just, it's, it's uncommon for that to happen. Right. And to think that, um, you know, Patriots well, and Mac Jones would have a a shot at the playoffs this year in the AFC. Right. The AFC, in my opinion, is way the stronger better, than the yeah AFC. the better conference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, I mean, right there, that's a that's a good example that Zach Wilson, even if he is all that, he's still playing for the Jets, and I know it's a new organization. I know that, but year one for a new coach, new GM, like a new format. It's hard even on a veteran quarterback. Yeah. And you're a rookie coming in, never played in the NFL before. It's it's a tall order. Yeah. I yeah. I'm not I'm not optimistic. I'm not saying long term. Right. Um, they'll probably be fine. I I have no way of knowing one way or another, but year one, I'm not risking it. No. Yeah. No, I'm definitely I, not risking it. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. a that's a tough one for sure. And we talked about I think I don't even think Mac Mac Jones started a preseason game. I'm almost no. certain um, Cam Newton yeah. might have started every preseason game. I'm not sure, I'm not but sure on that. yeah, but yeah. you know, we don't know what his level of competition was in the preseason because obviously a lot of teams play their ones, a lot of teams don't. Mm-hmm. It's whatever the coach wants to do. So yeah, I'm I'm not really willing to no. to put a whole lot of stake in any of the rookies right now, except for maybe Trevor Lawrence, and yeah, he's going to still all, he's still going to be overbought yeah. for year one. Exactly in a keeper league. Yeah, I could see spending heavy to get him, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. I'm even this year. I'm not thinking he's going to lead the league in passing by any means. So. No, no, no. Um, if you move on to let's say uh, we'll go to running back now, um, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll start off. Would you draft any any of the uh, you know, guys on our roster, uh, Singletary or Moss? Would you look at drafting any of those guys? Well, I would, and and I would. It would probably be in the later rounds because we don't have a bell cow back. Yeah. We're not going to we, ever have that. We know that we're going to throw the ball 60% right. of the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, 
you know, Zach Moss has had some injuries. Devin Singletary has some injuries. Um, but even then, Matt Breida is right there to be the number two guy if necessary. But I like Devin Singletary. I like the way he's looked in camp. I like the way he – it looked like he worked his ass off to become a better running back. He did, and. Yeah. People forget. I mean, he still is a rookie. Ran for seven hundred yards and five point what one yards a carry. I mm-hmm. mean, I think his average is like four point six or four point seven, something like that. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, um, yeah, he yeah. was your guy coming out of college. I like yeah. Zach Moss. I right. think Zach Moss will be fine. I don't know if this is his year. I think. I think I would still take Singletary first. Yeah, and Singletary to me would be a guy. Um, that you would look at taking as like a depth running back, right? Right. Like a guy that, um, you know, in case you lost someone to injury, like McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley. Yep. You know, someone that uh, can step in and and um, I mean, because let's be honest, it's it's tough. Like if you lost McCaffrey or Saquon Barkley, right? You you you're not going to replace them necessarily. Yeah. With those guys, but someone that you're going to need somebody. Yeah. You know. Yep. So that that's a good one to look at. Um. Now. When you go to uh, some of the better running backs in the league, like um, Baltimore lost uh, their top back, Dobbins, and Dobbins. Yeah. So, so now Baltimore has that uh, Tyson Williams right on their and roster. They're saying he he may be their number two back now. Yeah, behind uh, Gus Edwards. Right. So, and Gus Edwards has always been a backup, and he's not even like a guy that is guaranteed to be the the bell cow back either right right no so i mean like i say he's always been a backup and that was the plan this year yeah so whether or not he can handle the load of being a a starter week in week out i don't Mm -hmm. know right and maybe uh williams can you know maybe he could be that guy so yeah he's one of those like you're saying it's kind of a high risk high reward guy you're not going to take him in the second round Mm -hmm. but you get later in the draft and you're wondering what i should do that's an opportunity, right? I mean, and again, is, that's, yeah. that's what you're looking at. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. Anybody else in, in uh, the running back position you want to point out? Any, um, like that, well, or? a couple of guys I like. Uh, one is Antonio Gibson in Washington. Yeah. Um, a number of different reasons, you know, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's very likely to be at least checking down uh, some. Sure. Um, he's averaged four point seven yards a carry last year in a regular season. Um, he's a good running back. Um, yeah. yeah. And I don't think he really has a ton of competition. You know, he played in 14 games, had almost 18 or 800 yards. So, um, depending on what Washington, uh, if their defense maintains its level where they can stop guys, uh, he could see a lot of action. You know, I kind of like, him. Sure. I, I, I think, and they will probably be throwing the ball a bit more and he can catch the ball. You know, and they're talking about they're going to throw the ball to him more. So yeah, there's no, a lot it's... of things to kind of like. You could you could probably get him at a decent at a decent place in the draft, and uh, you know, maybe use some of the assets you saved on a wide receiver or another position. Yeah, yeah. In the running back position in fantasy now, compared to five years ago, you know, it's ten different. years ago, it's totally different. Yeah, because it's way different. You yeah. want guys that are going to be because there there's no true like bell cow backs in the nfl really anymore i mean it's rare there's there's yeah, a few rare. guys that you make a that they're gonna be like your main focus like right like saquon barkley guys like that but like you want to get guys in fantasy that are going to be multi-faceted guys that can catch out of the backfield guys you know that are gonna you know split out and and be able to catch the ball as a receiver like there's a lot of backs like that and you know right you go to like kamara and you know, so you want to be, you know, you want to be strategic in, in certain guys that you take too, because sure. the running back position is is totally different. So that's one one big thing. You know, like even the flex position, like running backs are are huge that you can put in a flex because sometimes they could be they could be almost like a, a productive wide receiver in a flex position. Right. Right. You know. Yeah, and it's funny because, um, you know, another guy I'm kind of targeting is Chris Carson. You know, in Seattle, they they gave him a new two year contract, guaranteed five and a half million dollars or whatever. Uh, again, Rashad Penny's always hurt; he's never been productive yeah. at this point. And I knew you liked that guy too. I did. I loved him and, coming out of college. I well, yeah, he was he was productive. He looked like a guy that could be good. Yeah, you know? and so far it just hasn't happened. So until it does, um, you know, Russell Wilson, they let him 
free wheel through the first eight games, mm-hmm. and he was great, 317 yards a game. Yeah. And then they played the Bills. Then they played the Bills, <laughs> and he got sacked a couple, or he threw a couple interceptions, was running for his life all day. Yeah. And from then on, the last eight games, he's averaging less than 210 yards a game. That's crazy. I mean, it's nuts. So it I don't know where they're going this year. Russell Wilson complained like hell about picking his ass off the ground as yeah. often as he had to. Want to be traded. You know, and all that. Yeah. he wanted to be traded. So they may go back to that, you know, defense will win us games and we're going to ground and pound and yeah. and they'll rein him back in and and go back to a time when he wasn't getting his ass kicked constantly. So I don't know. If they did that, I could totally see him complaining about that next, yes. right? Yes, for sure. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I oh, think yeah. I think that that relationship in Seattle's already been tainted, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really and weird because you'd think between him and Pete Carroll, they'd be like father and son almost. You know, like they've been together forever, and yeah, maybe but, that's the problem. Maybe they've just been a, like Brady and Belichick, right? Right, they've been together too long, man. We need to separate. You it's know? something, yeah. But I just think, yeah, it just doesn't. It's seem... weird that he's going. I got, I got to get out of here. Yeah, get me out of here. Trade well, me. Well, maybe, maybe he. You know, obviously, we're fans on, on the outside looking in. Right. Maybe, maybe there's more going on. Within the within the uh, you know franchise that he sees and he doesn't like it, yeah, or yeah. Who knows? I mean, there's reports that like he wants to play for you know a bigger city, like right. You know, he's a huge Yankees fan. Yeah, you know, can you imagine him going to like the Giants, the Giants or something? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Which are dismal, by the way. Right. You know, and what's his uh, the starting quarterback? Daniel Jones. Daniel, he's another guy that's I think will be a flop, flopper, floppy guy. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, know, man. He's just not good. His and, numbers were better last year, but still the team was a train wreck. And I just yeah, they won out. He I signed, don't see that changing anytime soon. Uh, who did they sign? Michael Gallup. Yeah, or was it was him? It, or was it Gallup? Was it Gallup or was it? Uh, I follow them someone, so little. I, I can't know. even tell you who's I on know. their team. But they signed a that's a, how much a, big, a decent receiver. Or was it um, a guy from Detroit? Maybe um, Galladay. That's who it is. Yeah, Kenny Galladay. That's who they signed. That could be. Yeah, yeah, that could be. You know, they're trying to be like, look, you know, let's beef up our offense and see, because this is like, let's be honest, this is this is probably Daniel Jones's time to shine or not. Yeah, man. right, right. Like, his, his time like, is running short. Yeah, he needs to. Yeah, yeah, he needs to live up to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, starting quarterback status, or they're going to move on. They have to. Like, what other choice do they got, right? And honestly, their record might allow them to do that next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't have – I've heard people saying they could be decent, but I just don't have a lot of faith in that franchise at all. I think maybe their defense could be decent. Yeah. And that's what yeah. a lot of talk is surrounding. And the other side is like, well, let's see if Daniel Jones can put anything together this year, basically. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, if he can – if Barkley stays healthy, maybe he can just – and I guess he might not even start week one. Like Barkley, Barkley might not be back for the opening um yeah, that's true. game. Yeah. But, you know, if he can hand off the ball twenty five or thirty times a game or screens or short passes or whatever to Barkley, that'll definitely help the entire team. But yeah, yeah I don't know how healthy he's gonna be, man. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you got wide receiver wise? Let's give me give me a couple guys that you like. Um and then give me like, you know, someone that uh, you think maybe could be a sleeper type guy, you know what I mean? Well, two guys I really like a lot are fairly obvious. Um, and they both play for the same team. Yeah. It's Woods and Cup. Okay. Out in L.A. Yeah. I well, personally, Matt Stafford. I'm probably the only person in the world saying this, but personally, they are my pick to go to the Super Bowl this year. The Rams? I like the Rams a lot. Well, I think Sta- Matt Stafford could be dangerous Stafford in that offense, man. Stafford is a dangerous freaking guy. Yeah. Woods and Cup are really good receivers. Their defense obviously is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they I can think, they can really run that that offense with Stafford, like you're oh, saying, dude. Because I, I've always liked Goff, Matt Stafford. He just always had. Well, golf couldn't push the ball down the field in that offense, right? He just, I mean, his arm wasn't. He was the game manager type yep, guy. Exactly. Now you a got Stafford, game yeah. manager. Good yeah. call, man. I like that. Yeah, I like and, you. And, you know, I mean, I I'm sure people know this, but. Um, both of those guys over the course of the last two years has averaged 66 yards a game. Yards. Right. That's over 1,000 yards each in the last two seasons. Yeah. On average per game, 66 yards. So now that you got Stafford yeah. there in a full season, these guys could be twelve or 1,300-yard guys 
each mm-hmm. on, a, on an offense that's slinging the ball around. Yeah. And as far as I know, I don't know the running back room very well, but I don't think you give away two first-round picks so that Matt Stafford can come in and hand the ball off. No, no, no. You don't give up two first-rounders to get Matt Stafford so that he can just be a game manager, like you're saying. Will they get so first Sonny Michelle? Um, Will they have I, to give up for him? I don't even know. It wasn't, it wasn't anything big, right? No. It was like no, a fifth or something? Yeah, and Sonny Michelle never really got it together in New England. He's not your starter. That was just a uh, move that replaced Cam Akers because right. he's injured, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there you go. There's Cam Akers. That's right. Is is injured for the season. Um, I think he's out for the whole year. That sucks for them because it that does. combination offensively, like you're saying, with Stafford. Wow, that would have been dangerous. Yeah, it's going to be dangerous enough as it is. Oh yeah, I, I would. Yeah, I like that. And team their a lot. defense. Exactly. Yeah. I, I really I'm glad think, we're not playing them this year. I'm glad also. <laughs> I'm, uh, hopefully, we only have to play them once, and it'll be at the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I like them a lot. I really like uh, that team. It's put together real well. Yeah, and I like being able to um, look at uh, going to the Bills, Gabe Davish. I think. I mean, everybody knows Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, but freaking Gabe freaking Davish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, I just I think that he can be a big factor on this team, and I think fantasy-wise – you you got to look at him being a, a guy to put on your team, not just not just catch wise for a PPR league or anything, but touchdowns, man. Right. I think he right. could be a, a big type touchdown receiver, man. So well, he's obviously got the body of work now. You know this toe dragging shit in the end zone and the in the sidelines, and the guy's talented, man. He's yeah. really talented. Yeah. And Emmanuel Sanders is I don't even what is he, 34, 33? 33, yeah. Something, something like yeah. that. Yeah. So there's always that opportunity that if something happens to him, mm-hmm. you know, Gabe Davis is going to have a full-time role. And, uh, yeah. He's going to be our solidified number two, really. Don't you think? That's what – that's you know how I think. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I've been saying. I, just, I think Emmanuel Sanders will be our third outside receiver it'll yeah. be Diggs, gabe davis cole beasley and then emmanuel sanders and i think same reason like mario addison they're going to try to keep him fresh mm-hmm. they're not going to try to run him every series right you know he will get his snaps he will but you know i think it's going to be Diggs, davis davis sanders sanders Diggs. yeah you know what i mean yeah but for the most part it's going to be Diggs, gabe davis and cole beasley leading the charge yeah i think and josh wasn't josh saying um uh, after that green bay game that him and gabe davis are like really on oh they're sinking up yeah Yeah. they're sinking up hard yeah that was a good game i mean that was he looked great he really did he really did Again, I know it's. I think I think it was seven for seven too. I think it was seven targets, seven catches. Yeah, like you can't ask for much more. And I think uh, what was Sanders like, maybe a couple catches on five targets or something like. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you know, and I get it. He's brand new with the team. And and again, the Bills are looking at success. Yeah, they don't really give a shit who brings it. They just are whatever is going to give them the best opportunity to win each week, one game. Yeah, the next one is the only one they're going to focus on. That could be Gabe Davis a lot. Absolutely. I, I My agree. guy for that would be um, Marvin Jones. Oh, um, is he still? In Jacksonville. Yeah, in Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Detroit's done. They, yeah, they don't even have a kicker, bro. They got they got no <laughs> kicker. They they cut Brashad Perryman. They got, they got like, TJ Hawkinson is, and we didn't get on top. I probably should maybe, wait. Yeah. Talk about tight ends next. Yeah, but, maybe draft him because he's the Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver and number Jeez. one tight end. Yeah. yeah. And I like Marvin Jones, though, because he's, he's basically going to be their number one, right? Yeah, I've had him in yeah. fantasy before. They got DJ Chalk, too. DJ Chalk and uh, uh, Chenault, too. Right, and LaVisca Chenault. But, yeah. again... You don't know what he's going to do or how much responsibility they're going to give him. He's kind of a yeah. gadget guy. Yeah, exactly. But the guy who's on the field every every down is probably going to be Marvin Jones, yes. and he probably will be number one. Uh, yeah, that's a good guy. He's had at. issues with health, but yeah. Um, but yeah, the opportunity again, man. He could he could well outperform um, where he's been. Like last year, I think he was nineteenth um, in wide receiver scoring in Yahoo. Um, and it's pretty consistently in that about that same spot. Yeah, and I think 
being now that no Kenny Galladay to play behind. Yeah, exactly. I think the opportunity for that to even be better is is there. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. What about uh, I was talking to you about it earlier before we got on the podcast. What about Jamar Chase, the rookie over in Cincy with Joe Burrow? I mean, those guys. Dude, sinks, I love it. They can I love sink it. back up. I mean, they're a dangerous combo it ain't in like, LSU. So it ain't like Burrow's had an opportunity to really hook up with anybody that was on the squad last year. Yeah, who was he gonna be familiar with? Well, they just, didn't have a preseason. Um, he got injured in what second or third game or something like that. Yeah, he missed yeah. almost the entire year. Right. The, his best familiarity is going to be with Jamar Chase. Oh, absolutely. The guy he played college ball for a couple of years with. You yeah. know, and Jamar Chase. I know, like they're a little concerned because he's been dropping some passes in preseason, but nah. he's going to clean that up. I mean, don't dude, don't man. I that. tell you what, I yeah. did. I'm not a big college guy, mm-hmm. but um, even in that Clemson. Um, USC game, he just stood out. And yeah. He was, I don't even know, was he a sophomore, or junior? You know, everybody uh, was talking about like T. Higgins. I think junior. Yeah, they're talking about these other guys, T. Higgins, and all. The, and it's like, well, that's funny that dude, they play on the same team now. Yeah, I know. T, from the name, I know. So T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase are now teammates. Be, dude, uh, again, like real quick. Uh, yeah, it's not like, that T. Higgins is bad by any means. No, but I mean, I'm saying like Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins. I think. That could possibly be as long as their offensive line can hold up and right. and Joe Burrow doesn't get killed again. Right. Uh, I think that could be a dangerous combo and and for a pretty long time. Yeah, fantasy. If you're looking for fantasy points, man, one of those two guys. Yeah. Again, yeah. you don't know how people are going to play it. You know, with rookies, you just don't know. The I more know. hype they get, the earlier they go. It's real easy to fall into that trap where, you know, everybody's talking about this guy being a you know, perennial pro bowler and hall of famer. It's like, yeah, not necessarily year one. Yeah. Well, but was, that doesn't mean he can't score points. Yeah. He was talking about Jamar Chase was like, I'm going to be a 1500 yard plus receiver this year. That's what he was saying. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, wow, Rook. You, you I'm not saying I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I would be crazy surprised. Yeah. But like I said, that's very little college football. I watch, man, yeah. that guy has wheels like he, Oh, he's a good route runner. I mean, just, really talented he does have dude. great hands he's oh, yeah. sneaky fast he'll yeah. be fine like you yeah. said it's brand new yeah give him half a dozen games and he could really pay different i'll tell you yeah. what here's yeah. a good thing to look at man go back and look at justin jefferson last year you know here you got a guy who goes for 1400 yards but in his first four or five games he's just a guy yeah he didn't and then he went off and yeah you know i mean yeah, the that could be, stuff. Yeah, right? and that could be Jamar Chase all over the place, too. I think so, yeah. Especially with Joe Burrow. Yeah, I, I love that combination. I really do. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Joe Burrow, you know, he's a guy for me that I think would be a huge comeback player type guy. Oh, for that, sure. To look at drafting. You know, I, I you know he, he got hurt last year, obviously, and he was gone in, uh, what was it, week six or something? Like yeah, early? I think I it don't was know, six. Somewhere. somewhere in that area. But I think he's a guy to – and I'm not saying, like, go ahead and draft Burrow as your first quarterback off the board. Right, right. But he's definitely a guy that, you know, give him a look, you know, at some point, you know, maybe later in the rounds or something because he could. Yeah, because of the injury, maybe, too. He may slide further than what a lot of people are thinking. You yeah. Know? I mean, each draft in each league is different. And you got to kind of play to the point values for each position and how it all unfolds. and and But, yeah, all we're talking about is – opportunities and joe burrow in the right position could pay huge differences oh yeah huge the yeah. guy is crazy talented absolutely love him it's love just him. that's the only that's the only knock on cincinnati right now is their offensive line man right you know what i mean they right. had they had that issue last year it's been an issue for a long time really i know they but now how about joe it, mixon too coming back yeah you talk about comeback players you know you got for him sure. you got joe burrow yeah um i i've Talked about Dak Prescott before. He would be my guy. Yeah, he. I mean, he can be huge uh, as far as a fantasy. Dude, it's ridiculous. His yeah. first four games, and again, the fifth game he got injured, so I don't really count a lot into that. Mm-hmm. But in his first four games, um, he was fantastic. I mean, fantastic. He had three games over 400 yards, one I over know. 500. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, it, you'd have to hope that maybe uh, Dallas's defense will be – Equally as crappy against yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for have, sure. I mean, not that, that but that they got cra- the wide receivers. They yeah. got Zeke. I mean, yeah, they've got the talent on offense as long as again he can stay healthy and and back to his old form. Right. Yeah. I he 
I don't know where he's being drafted, honestly. I really don't, but shit. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, it really is. I just, you know? I mean, I, I mentioned he finished 24th in fantasy scoring in the league I checked. 24th. He played less than five games. Yeah. And he was the 24th highest scoring quarterback. That's nuts. He averaged over 35 points in those games. In five games, over 35 points. Josh Allen led the league at the end of the season with 26.6. Right. And he had 35 in the first five. And we and we know yeah. that he would not maintain that through the entire year. Right. Because he would have thrown through 6,700 yards. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. But that kind of production from a quarterback, especially on a team that's not anticipated to really fare ultimately tremendously. Sure, sure. I yeah. mean, I've heard people saying Washington's going to win the division again. So maybe, Good. Good. Uh, maybe, but I personally, I'll take Dallas, you know, every day, all day. But as long as they keep Prescott healthy, it's hard to say that and their defense a, anybody is else is better horrible. than Dallas in that division, you know. And their defense isn't a train wreck. I mean, that's. Well, you know, they, they in the draft, they drafted Micah Parsons, which right. maybe that can help their, their middle of their that's defense a, a little bit. That's a linebacker I liked a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, I mean, they they could be better on defense. We don't really know yet. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it. it it's like you said, it, you don't know where to draft Prescott. But if you, I mean, if you look at like some of your top tier guys, Mahomes, you know, uh, Josh Allen, um, yeah, obviously you're, you're still going to have, um, you know, uh, what's his name uh, from Baltimore? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's right. going to be in that mix. But then after like those top three guys, then it can start getting a little sporadic. I mean, like right. where where do you draft Justin Herbert? Like, and do you even trust that he'll have a good year after his rookie year? You yeah, know I, mean? I, I I won't. I, I mean, I won't draft him. I just unless he really slides or something like that. Because there's going to be people that are going to like chop at the bit for him. Because oh yeah, yeah, he was good. I mean, he but was really good, and he may be great. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but again, I just it's it's the risk versus the reward. He, you're paying for what he did last year, right? Just like Baker Mayfield's first year, the following year you're paying for what he did that first year yeah but he slid hard the second year Even so baker mayfield's a tough one to to really grasp because yeah, I don't his know, running man. game so they have such a good run game right that it's like baker mayfield's not going to sling the ball he's not going to throw for over five thousand yards right right um and he doesn't run the ball a lot you know so yeah. he's not getting you know the the yeah run yards i mean it's it's so right i agree I, I think honestly like, i think you, Dak prescott's in my top 10 i think Baker Mayfield's outside my top ten. I oh, really I do believe. Can't forget that. about Aaron Rodgers. I guess. That's, oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah. probably going to be yeah. near the top yeah, somewhere. Yeah. One. But um, I mean, yeah, like like who knows? Like like Big Ben, you don't you don't know what he's going to be like now with his age. Yeah, I um, don't know. That's another good. Like, he's definitely outside my top ten. Tannehill's really nobody I would even think about drafting. Man, I don't know. That's a tough one too. Honestly, I, though, I know. Like, do you like? Do you trust Tannehill to be no, that type but of guy now with Julio Jones? Like, I, I, yeah, but he's got so many targets now. I, I know with AJ Brown, you just throw the, yeah, you just throw the ball up, and somebody's probably going to catch it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I, feel, I, I have a hard time. Trusting I have a bad him. taste in my mouth from forever. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I just yeah, yeah. That's a tough. One. I, it's one of those guys you're just waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like you know at least you believe that he's just not a great quarterback. Right. And eventually that's going to show out. Yeah. But, of course, I'm the guy that keeps saying Tom Brady's getting old. I keep saying every year he's going to take a step backwards. Yeah. And someday, 20, 30 years down the road, I'll probably be right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm still going to say it every year. At some point, he's going to have to taper off. He, he just has to. But yeah. I know. That's that's crazy. But, yeah. Know. But, yeah, I don't what trust about, Tannehill at all. What about Kyler Murray? Do you think he's going to be I don't, a, a no, next I step won't, up? I or? won't do that. I won't take a 5'8". Well, he's got scrambling quarterback. I just won't do that. He's got one that. of the top three receivers in the NFL, oh, basically. definitely. You know? Definitely. So, uh, but you're in uh, one injury away from him or Hopkins, and it's over. Right. Like, what happens? You know? Yeah. Hopkins goes down. Yeah, that's is Fitzgerald tough. even playing? I don't. I don't no, know he's who, gone, man. Yeah, what? What? Christian Kirk is it? I mean, I yeah. don't know who else they got there. Did they? Nobody uh, that's going to keep him. I thought they drafted or drafted or signed somebody. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I'm really bad probably. at thinking like, like teams right now. I, I, we talked about this. I don't like these guys. I don't like these the small shifty running guys. back quarterbacks. I, I mean, you. literally, Kyler Murray's more of a quarterback than a running back. I get it, but he's. 
like five eight, man. He's not well, big. He's yeah, small. but he's like Russell Wilson, though, man. Right? Russell Wilson is like six foot, isn't he? Like five <laughs> eleven. Yes. I mean, like yeah, so, like he wears like bigger spikes that will give him yeah, a little bit of edge. Maybe, but I don't no, know. I, I, I just I well, Russ has never really got hurt. You know, no, Russell Wilson is fantastic, and so and, maybe Kyler Murray could, yeah, but be he's durable too, right? Than Russell Wilson, not I, that much he smaller. could be. I'm not. I'm, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm not telling people they shouldn't draft right. Kyler Murray because he'll probably prove me completely wrong and maybe lead the league in passing. No, I don't. That know, would never happen. But or maybe scoring Josh, though. I Josh mean, he no could do it in scoring. Well, yeah, the way he runs the ball and for you sure know, he scores touchdowns. Lamar Jackson. You know, but even Lamar Jackson's yeah. a little bit bigger dude. I just, right. I get nervous with guys like Kyler Murray. Oh, I, I totally I just get do. it. I totally you know, get it. Especially we see our first RG3 couple of years. Fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you just don't know what's going to happen. You it, know, and yeah. Josh Allen can get hurt. It's just I think the his build it makes him more durable. Well, yeah, just because of his structure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, even if you go, um, you know, let's like stay in the, uh, you know the the west coast area you know any any other guys uh, out there that you would i mean i know you talked about stafford um mm-hmm. you know as a quarterback you know any other any other like big time guys you think I, I don't know like there's nobody really in the nfc east that would really go after we already talked about that right nfc west um you know the 49ers you can't you can't really you don't even know pr- who's starting you don't even sure, know do who's you? starting there yeah so you, you well, i'm guessing probably garoppolo yeah, and he's not know. a guy you would I would take. Uh, yeah, no. You know? No, I mean, I Trey, mean, Trey even, Lance, if if he was a starter, I would look at him taking him. I mean, obviously later. Right. You know, just right. as like a pure athlete type guy. Right. You know, I, I, he would be a, more of my back end guy. But he's a guy. What about um, Justin Fields? Justin Fields. <laughs> I knew that was going to come yeah, up. Yeah. Because he, he's one of those fan favorites. Yeah. he's He might be drafted in, in fantasy maybe second to Trevor Lawrence if they name him the starter. Did they name him starter? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Oh, no, Dalton's going to start, right? What a bunch of crock. Like, why are you starting Dalton, man? Dude, man, they're Dude, cutting their own throat. He's like, he's like tri- hold on. Okay, let me just, <laughs> this is why I'm, I, I get angry at fucking certain franchises. And they're <laughs> stupid. Like, why would you, you trade Trubitsky, you draft Justin Herbert, totally different type of trade, quarterback. Like, you cut him. Or you, you cut him, yeah, you get rid him. of him, yeah. And then, and then you, you sign freaking Dalton that is just like, just like Trubisky, but played himself but out of Cincinnati. less athletic. Yeah, and right. Played, yeah, and older. Yeah, and you you start him over. And you, you you're go, number one first round pick. Yeah, number eleven or whatever you was. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're starting Dalton for what, dude? Like, why would you do that? Like, the Bears are just they remind me of the Bills in the early 2000s. Right. Wasn't Trubisky picked ahead of Patrick Mahomes? Yes. In the same year. And Mahomes was 10. Trubisky was the second, second overall, overall pick. pick. Yeah. yeah. And you just let him walk away. And then, then you and then you bring in Dalton. You name him your starter right. over freaking Justin Fields, who who basically is, well, a lot of people are saying he's like a, a smaller Cam Newton. And but, you're like but, a coach who's basically on the hot seat. Yeah. Who now the fans probably will hate you. You know, you're not winning any. If Brian Nagy wants to lose his job, like he's on the freaking path of doing it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Like you start Andy Dalton. Yeah, I don't. To do what, man? Makes no sense to me, man. Like you got a a prolific. I won't be drafting Andy Dalton, by the way. Just just throwing that out as a little sidebar. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a guy I'm going after. It's just dumb, man. Like, uh, you know, you go to the, let's say um, you you go to the NFC, let's stay in there to the Eagles. They got Jalen Hurts, which maybe he's a guy. You could look at and 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 think about. I think they did name him the starter. He, I, yeah, I, yeah. I would not. Yeah, again. Well, they, they they traded for uh, Minshew, right? Like, yeah. Okay, <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, uh, I yeah. No, so, the, the problem is you named them right. Like yeah. you got Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, and everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, everybody else. There's nobody I can think of in the NFC. Um, maybe uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, you talked about him already. Yeah, so. but you yeah, know, yeah. beyond that, it's very risky. Yeah, like, it is. I mean, go to any team. You know what I mean? It's just if Justin Fields started, dude, I would, I would, I would nab him up for sure. Yeah, at would, some I point would, in the draft. Yeah, I would think about drafting. Um, He's going to be their whole offense, dude. Right. Yeah, I would he, think about drafting Cousins. You know, I, potentially. I, I, really, but it's not to be my starter. 
or if it was getting to the like the fifth or sixth round or something, I didn't have a quarterback. Yeah. I would consider somebody like him, but he's outside like, my top ten. Like Kirk Cousins is just like garbage. I don't know. But you know, fantasy wise, <laughs> I, I think he scores yeah. in the top ten or fifteen. Well, every it's because Justin like, Jefferson is for sure is a good receiver. Yeah, and Adam Thielen is awesome. And you got Dalvin Cook who can also catch the ball. I takes know. a lot of yeah, pressure fantasy, off. You're right. But it's in just, fantasy, don't you, but yeah, as a quarterback, no. He's so yeah. There was know. a time, dude. I, I liked him a lot in Washington, you know. And when he first went to Minnesota, yeah. I just I think you've seen everything you need to see, just like um, Philip Rivers. Oh, Philip yeah. Rivers has always been Philip Rivers. He always will be Philip Rivers. Yeah, there's nothing you know fancy I mean? about him. He he was know. just that guy that was consistent, but I don't know, just a guy I wouldn't want to count on in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's Kirk Cousins to me all over the place. Yeah, I think I think if I were uh, in the NFL, I he's a good regular season guy. I just yeah, you know, I just don't trust him in the playoffs. I don't. What about if you go to the Raiders? What about their quarterback? Derek Carr? Yeah. I, I think he's a good quarterback. I think they kind of burned him up a little bit when he was young. but They got Mariota, um, Mar- Marcus Mariota. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's like a meme about Marcus Mariota, and the meme is something like this is his year. Because, like, since he oh, came yeah, in the yeah. league every year, you're going, this is the year he figures it out. This right. is the year Marcus Mariota becomes a good quarterback. And it's like every year. Everybody says the same thing. Right. You know, I like really Derek funny. Carr. I like Always Derek Carr. Always have. Too. Yeah. And he's a decent quarterback. He's mm-hmm. never going to lead the league. He's never going to be in the bottom. He's going to be 10 to 15, year in, year out, consistent as shit, stays yep. healthy. He's got Darren Waller, man. Yeah. Darren yeah, Waller. He's a good quarterback, man. He's, where I'm, you put I'm Dar- fine with that. Where you put Darren Waller on your tight end list? I mean, obviously, you got Kel- Kelsey. You know, I mean, Darren Waller's got to be top five. Maybe like let's say let's say uh, you had your choice George after Kittle after Kelsey and Kittle. Um, Would you go straight like Waller's got to be number three? Probably, actually, yeah. You know, what I mean, there's. Yeah, I'm trying a, to think. Like this year, I would consider T.J. Hawkinson, but yeah, you but, just don't know, right? But yeah, I mean, but Hawkinson, he had a good year last year. I mean, I mm-hmm. think Hawkinson still had yeah. a thousand yards or right close to that. So um, yeah, that would be in that in that. Three to five range. Because I don't. Sure. I mean, I know. They, I like Waller. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. Good. He's, I mean, they, they added um, uh, Henry Ruggs uh, in the mm-hmm. draft last year. So he's kind of like their stretch the, the field type guy. Right. But as far as like one of their main pass catchers, I mean, Darren Waller. Oh, third downs, um, touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. He's always around the ball. He, yeah. yeah. He's, he's definitely a guy you want to consider. Yeah. Um, now, as far as, again, tight end, would you look at maybe. I don't know. Like, do you consider Gronkowski a guy? Do you even? No. What about OJ Howard? Maybe no. I, no. Right. I won't. I won't touch them guys just because there's just too much. Too going much on tailing there. around them too. Too right? much, yeah. man. Just too much. Yeah. Yeah. I. I just. They got three of them, and I just. You know, because you got to even look at Cameron Brate. Like, I, if they're all still there, yeah, right? I just. Yeah. There's too much going on. Like, I would go the other way. I would go like Minnesota. I. had. I had actually figured Irv Smith prior to his meniscus surgery, and he's going to miss oh, four yeah. to five months. Right. Because after Thielen and Jefferson, Kyle Rudolph's gone. They don't yeah. have a lot going on. So he becomes like a third wide receiver. Yeah. I, I really anticipated him doing well. I would still consider Chris Herndon, who they traded to the from the Jets to uh, Minnesota that, because yeah. of the injury. Right. He's never been. The difference is Irv Smith actually had a um, portfolio of success. Chris Herndon has always been just shy of breaking out. Like, yeah. again, he's Marcus Mariota in a tight end. <laughs> yeah, like, right. this is his year. You wait <laughs> yeah. and see. This is this guy's going to burn. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just never happened. But I don't know. It's the Jets, right? Sure. Like, yeah. That's where players go to die. At was, least for the last few years, but yeah. but I would take a chance on him because you're probably going to get him for next to nothing. Oh yeah, and he's about the only thing they got going on in Minnesota for a tight end. Like if you have an auction league like, like us, you'd give him for a buck. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. You might want to wait a little bit into the draft a little bit, and then yeah, and yeah, I mean, put him up there. And I mean, right. You know, yeah. It depends on what other people know about the NFL and what's happening and how close they pay attention and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I would take him after – if you're talking a 12-team league, I, I'm talking, you know, maybe not even as a starter. Right. But but, but as a 
a close number two yeah. who could develop into something better. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, uh, I mean, obviously we already talked about Kyle Pitts. He's he's definitely a guy that you – He's going to go way too high. Again, yeah, yeah. He's freaking oh, – and, again, he'll prove me wrong. He'll probably have 1,400 yards this year. But, yeah. again, it just scares me when it comes to rookies at any level. I think oh, I he know. probably will be a top 10 or 12 tight end. Right. But I think for his first year, that's about where I would I would guess he's going to yeah. end up. And, yeah. and he could, you know, prove me wrong. That It's funny how they talk about, like, all the best tight ends have always come after the first round. Right? They're yeah. Tony Gonzalez's and Travis Kelsey and guys like that. Mm-hmm. It's rare you're finding those guys in the first round. But then Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson, right. kind of broke that tradition. So, yeah, Kyle Pitts is special. Yeah, he's yeah, going to be really good. Yeah, so it's just whether good. or not it's this year or next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think that probably has to wrap yeah, man, us up, we're man. Have a roll. Yeah, we uh, we ran over a little we bit did. here, probably about twenty minutes back longer <laughs> yeah, than right. we normally go. <laughs> we have to do some have Jason do some fancy editing. Or something. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the thing. Jason isn't with us today because yeah, he, he usually keeps us. He had other more. obligations. Yeah, he's usually yelling at us. All right, guys, that's it. But, yeah, but it was a great, great conversation, man. A great time. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I mean, it, it was it's really good to talk. Uh, you know, not only bills, but it's just good to talk football in general. You yeah. Know? I'm, yeah. I know a lot of people out there are really excited about uh, just fantasy football. and For sure. Um, you know, obviously everybody's drafts are coming up. So, yeah, no, we, everybody, uh, we thank you for listening. Again, check Absolutely. out our podcast, um, ETD Buffalo, on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're on everything. Uh, you can listen to us on Anchor.fm, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. And um, just want to end it with, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills.